0: Hello, this is Chris. I'm standing in the middle of the post office here in Odyssey. Nobody's in here right now.
1: What do you mean nobody? What am I, chopped liver?
0: Who said that?
1: Down here, sister, on the table.
0: You? But you're a machine.
1: Hey, I'm not just any machine. I'm a card counter. The name's Cloderado, but my friends call me Claude.
0: Claude Counter?
1: Claude Card Counter. I count the cards the kids send to us here in Odyssey
0: Are you the only one?
1: Oh, no There's my wife Chloe And my kids Carol and Candy And then over there we have Clem and Karen And Carlos and Corey and Calamity and Constantine and...
0: I get the picture Well, why aren't you guys uh, counting now?
1: I don't know Maybe it's because we haven't heard the opening theme yet Think so? It's worth a
0: shot All right, then
2: Oh, hi there My name is John Avery Whittaker, but you can call me Whit, and this is Odyssey. I was just working on one of my inventions here. Just a few last adjustments, and there. Hey, let's see if it works. Look at that, it works! Now all I need to discover is what it's supposed to do, but that's all right. Discovering new and exciting things is what we do best here on our side of the radio. So, why don't you come along for today's Adventures in Odyssey?
0: Uh, I still don't hear any counting.
1: Well, it's a little early yet. We can't count cards that haven't come in, you know.
0: Do you count letters,
1: too? Oh, yeah. We just consider it more convenient to call them all cards. Ah, looks like the first corpus is coming in now. Corpus? Correct. That's our code word for a collection of cards. And the kids who send the cards that the corpus consists of are called cardies. Oh,
0: well, after the cardies' cards are collected into a corpus, then what happens?
1: They're copied. Copied? You know, written down. Then the copied corpus of cardies' cards are carried to Corrine Collins.
0: Corrine Collins?
1: Yeah, Corrine Collins, the corpus compiler. She correlates the counted cardies who carded the collected corpus so she could calculate and commute the correct cassettes to the counted cardies who carded.
0: Oh, so what you're saying is that the cardies' cards are collected in a corpus, copied, counted, and carried to Corrine Collins, the corpus compiler, who correlates the counted cardies who carded the collected corpus and commutes by courier the cassettes called for by the cardies' card.
1: Well, that's one way of putting it.
0: Uh, cute. Uh, We'll be back with today's adventure in Odyssey in just a moment.
1: Capital.
2: It's Eugene! Eugene is back, and you can celebrate the exciting homecoming in an all-new album from Adventures in Odyssey. Look for A Most Surprising Return, now presented in an all-new way, a two-CD set of six new episodes. A Most Surprising Return features this historic return of Eugene Meltzner and exciting stories that take you far into Odyssey's future and far into the past. Don't miss it. Log on to witsend.org or call 1-800-THE-LETTER-A-FAMILY.
0: One of the really fun things that happen in Odyssey during the summer is the Vacation Bible School at Community Church. It's been going on this past week, and tonight they're going to have a special VBS program in the little theater at Wits End. That was Ned Lewis's idea. He's the teacher of the sixth grade class, and he's at the theater right now, getting ready for tonight. Only, he doesn't seem too happy about it.
3: Oh, this is great. Just great. Why me, huh? I mean, why me? Hi, Ned.
2: Huh? Oh, hi, Mr. Whittaker. Say, everything looks like it's taking shape for the VBS program tonight, doesn't it? Yeah, I guess so. Oh, you must be pretty excited seeing as how the highlight of the whole program is your sketch. Yeah, excited. Uh, Ned, this is just a guess on my part, but something's wrong, isn't it? This is going to be a disaster. Your sketch? Why, from what I've heard, sounds great. The idea is wonderful. Your costumes and scenery are terrific. Well, it's not the costumes and scenery I'm worried about. It's who's playing the parts. Oh, well, I... No, I haven't seen it yet, but... It can't be as bad as all that. (laughs) You're a good director. All the shows you put on here are proof of that.
3: Yeah, but here I never had Muggsy and his gang in the lead roles. Muggsy? Oh, Eugene Mumford. Muggsy's his nickname. Oh. Well, is his acting that bad? no. But his personality is. Oh, why did he have to pick this year to bring his gang to Vacation Bible School?
2: Oh, oh, hold on now, hold on. Maybe you'd better start at the beginning. I'm getting a little bit confused. This uh, Muggsy is the head of a gang?
3: Well, it's not really a gang. It's just Hank Shorter and Junior Bascom. Oh. Muggsy's the ringleader. And for some strange reason, they all decided to come to Vacation Bible School this year.
2: Well, I take it these boys don't go to church very often.
3: Yeah, only when there's a picnic or potluck going on. (laughs) Anyway, they didn't cause too much trouble at first, at least for them. Just stuff like stealing cookies and having chalkboard eraser fights, you know.
2: Yeah, I'm beginning to get the picture all right.
3: I really didn't think they'd stick around past the first day. But when I announced that we'd be doing my sketch at the end of the week and I saw them start whispering to each other, I knew something was brewing. And then Muggsy had the nerve to come. We've never done anything like this for VBS before, so we want to make sure that this show is good. Muggsy, would you stop wiping paste on Mary? Now, Mr. Whitaker is even going to let us use the stage at Wits End for the program.
4: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. right.
3: Now, we only have this week to put it together, so everybody will have to be... Hank, the gold star goes on the page, not on your forehead. You're going to have to be at every rehearsal, all right? Now, we're going to do the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the fiery furnace. Okay, I guess we can start. Junior, either eat that cookie or spit it out, but stop playing with it, all right? Okay, uh, let's start by asking for some volunteers. Yo! Yeah, Muggsy, did you have a question?
4: No, we're volunteering. For what? We want to be in your play. You're kidding. No, we talked it over. Me and Junior and Hank want to play those three guys. Uh... Tool rack, tool shed, and a billy goat.
3: <laughs> Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego.
4: Whatever. We still want to play them, right, guys? Yeah, yeah, go no, yeah, for so. No, that's well. a
3: very nice, but listen, we want to make sure that everyone has a chance. Does anyone else want to play Shadrach? Meshach? Abednego? Hey, Benny, how about you?
4: Well, sure, I. Like... <laughs> um, uh, no thanks
3: uh... well anyone else anyone at all come
4: on nobody else is volunteering how about it
3: oh alright the part of shadrach will be played by eugene mumford
4: yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah and the two other parts go to my friends right
3: yeah, Hank, you play me, Shaq, and Junior...
4: I got to play a billy goat. <laughs> hey, does this mean I get to wear goat's <laughs> <laughs> Look at me. I am a tool,
2: shit! Oh, great. Just great. <laughs> Sounds like you didn't get off to a very good
3: start. Well, the casting was nothing compared to the first rehearsal. That's when I found out that my lead actors didn't know anything about the parts they were playing. <laughs> Okay, let's get started. I gave all of you scripts. Now, are there any questions?
4: Yeah, what's a fiery furnace? You know, like a place where they burn trash. We're gonna burn trash in this place? No,
3: no, they didn't burn trash in the furnace. They burned people.
4: People? All right, we get to throw people into the fire. This is gonna be better than Rambo. No,
3: you don't throw people in. You get thrown in.
4: Whoa. Can we take along a fire extinguisher?
3: No, you can't take along a fire extinguisher. That's
4: crazy. Yeah, who does this to us anyway?
3: Well, the person in charge of the kingdom.
4: You mean Daniel? What? That's what it says right here on the first page of your script. Daniel was put in charge of the kingdom.
3: Yeah, but Daniel doesn't throw you into the furnace. You're his friends.
4: Ah, some friend. Yeah, throws us into the fiery furnace and doesn't even give us a fire extinguisher.
3: Daniel doesn't throw anybody into the furnace. King Nebuchadnezzar does. Who? Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon.
4: Babylon? Babylon? Does this mean he talks a lot?
3: No, Babylon is an empire. You mean
4: like a guy who calls strikes and balls? No, bird brain, not an umpire. An empire, like in Star Wars. Now we're getting somewhere. Can I be Luke Skywalker? Yeah, and I'll be Darth Vader. Luke, Luke, I am your father,
3: Luke no we're not gonna do that stuff hey what kind of play is this we're the good guys and we get killed you don't get killed what
4: do you call getting burned up you
3: don't get burned up
4: then how are we supposed to get out of this
3: stuff god gets you out of it he does yeah what do you think of that
4: fire extinguisher
2: Great. Was every rehearsal that crazy?
5: No,
3: some
2: of them were even worse.
3: Oh. They kept wanting to change the script. You know how Nebuchadnezzar ordered that everyone was supposed to bow down to the idol when the music played? Yeah. Well, they wanted the music to be rock and roll. Then they started playing cards when they were in the fiery furnace. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> but yesterday, something even worse happened. Yeah, what? Well, it was just after rehearsal. I was cleaning up when Pastor Williams came in. What a week. Rock and roll, fire extinguishers... Ed?
5: Oh, Pastor Williams. <laughs> I know you're on your way home. I, I just wanted to stop by and see how the play's coming along. Uh, the, the, the play? Oh, it's uh, coming along. Well, that's good, that's good. You know, we've never done anything like this before. I, I'm a little anxious to see how it turns out. So am I. You know, if this goes well, that drama program you've wanted to start here at the church may just happen. Oh, Great. You, you know, there'll be a lot of parents here tomorrow night. It'll be a great opportunity for us to show them what we're teaching their kids. I'm sure this will be quite a surprise for them. Oh, they'll be surprised, all right. Oh, and I'm also glad you picked the fiery furnace. It's one of my favorite stories. Is it? That's great. Well, I guess we'll see you tomorrow night, huh? Oh, and uh,
3: Ned? Uh-huh? Uh, break your leg. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you. After tomorrow night, you're gonna to want to break both my legs. I'm just worried.
0: Will Muggsy and his gang ruin the sketch? We'll find out when our adventure in Odyssey continues right
2: after this. Attention, people of Earth and other interested parties, whether or not your dog has fleas, this is for you. My dog. Has fleas? Ooh, it's Eugene, and Eugene sings! Yes, it's the world's first all-song CD from that boy genius who stars in the exciting series Adventures in Odyssey. And this exciting new collection contains not only songs about mangy canines, but poignant songs as well. Sings is written and produced by Will Ryan, who goes around imitating people like me. So take it from me, Harlow Doyle, live and eyes. Ignorance is no excuse. Eugene sings! For more information about Eugene sings, call 1 800 the letter A family or visit witsend.org. Six years in the
4: making. Listen, drums. Oh.
2: Those are Coloman drums. Hundreds of actors. <laughs>
4: Of course I'm human. He must
2: let us out We must move from this place at once From the makers of Adventures in Odyssey And Peabody Award winners for Bonhoeffer I run after those horses oh. And spit ten of them on my horn at each one well, Stand fast, you
4: Dirty, filthy, treacherous little brutes
0: is as great an adventure as ever I heard of.
2: Before there were hobbits, there was the wardrobe.
0: Back through the rocks.
2: Focus on the family radio theater presents C.S. Lewis's Chronicles of Narnia.
0: We must attack now.
2: Playing on the biggest screen of all. Your imagination. To learn more, visit enternarnia.com. That's enternarnia.com. And now the
0: conclusion of
3: today's adventure in Odyssey.
2: Well, now I can see why you sound so down.
3: Yeah, not only is this show supposed to represent Vacation Bible School to a bunch of parents, but the entire church drama program rests on it. And on top of that, it's the pastor's favorite story. But that's not even the worst of it. What do you mean? The whole reason for doing this kind of thing is to help kids understand the Bible a little better. But they aren't getting anything out of this at all.
2: Now, Ned, you don't know that. You just heard how this past week went.
3: Did it sound like they got anything out of it?
2: On the surface, no. But how do you know what they're learning and what they aren't learning? Only God can really tell what Muggsy and the others are picking up from the sketch. Besides, it sounds to me like they aren't the only ones who need to learn something from it. What do you mean? Well, how did Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego get out of the fiery furnace?
3: Well, they had faith in God, and God protected them. Mm-hmm. Oh, I get it. <laughs> Muggsy and his gang, and the show tonight, and Pastor Williams, they're all supposed to be my fiery furnace, right?
2: Oh, I wouldn't go quite that far, but the lesson is still the same. As long as you put your trust in God, he'll protect you.
3: Thanks, Mr. Whitaker.
2: Anytime. Well, I'll let you get back to work. Hey, I'm looking forward to seeing your show. See you tonight, okay?
3: Yeah, tonight.
5: Hey, thank thank you, preschoolers. That was wonderful. Okay, next up is a special sketch by the sixth graders. It was written and directed by Ned Lewis, one of the teenagers in our congregation and the teacher of that class. So uh, here's the sixth grade class with The Fiery Furnace. Ned?
3: Thank you. In the third year of the reign of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, came to Jerusalem and besieged it. And Nebuchadnezzar took not only some of the precious treasures back with him to Babylon, but many of the young men and women of Israel as well. And he brought the best and brightest of the young men into his palace to study and learn. And among these young men were Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Hi, <coughs> Nebuchadnezzar made an image of gold, 90 feet high and 9 feet wide, and set it up in Babylon. The king commanded that whenever the people heard the sound of all kinds of music playing, they were to fall down and worship the image. Whoever did not fall down and worship the image would be thrown into a blazing furnace.
4: You know, like what they burn trash in. They know,
3: oh, they know. <laughs> but some astrologers went to the king and told him that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego would not bow down before the image.
4: The dirty rat. So uh-huh. Nebuchadnezzar
3: was furious, and he called for Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and asked them if what the astrologers, the <clears throat> what they said, was true. Oh.
4: Is it true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you did not serve my gods? the image of gold I have set up. <laughs> yes. Well, from now on, when you hear the sound of all kinds of music, you'd better fall down and worship the image or you'll be thrown into a blazing furnace. Then what, God will be able to save you from my hand? Henschman! Listen, <laughs> we don't have to explain nothing to you. Yeah, if you throw us into a furnace, our God will rescue us from your hand. Yeah, and even if he doesn't, we still won't serve your gods or bow down before your stupid mountain of gold. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah! Oh, okay. All right, then. Guard, make the furnace seven times hotter than usual, then tie these guys up and throw them in it. Uh-oh.
3: So the soldiers tied up the three men and threw them, clothes and all, into the furnace. The flames were so hot, they killed the soldiers who took Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. But when King Nebuchadnezzar looked into the furnace, he was amazed.
4: We threw three men into the furnace, but now I see four men walking around in the fire, unbound and unharmed. And the fourth one looks like the son of the gods. Give me oil in my lamp, keep me burning, burning, burning.
3: So the king called out to them.
4: Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, servants of the Most High God, come here. Yeah, what do you want? It's unbelievable. You're not burned, your clothes aren't burned, your hair isn't even burned. You don't even smell like fire. Told ya. You <laughs> to up your lives rather than serve or worship any god but your own god. See, it's like this, King. Our god is greater than anything you can come up with. He's the god of the universe. And he doesn't like it when people badmouth him, you know? Huh? Oh, uh... Yeah, I think...
3: So Nebuchadnezzar (laughs) decreed that if any people of any nation say anything against the god of Shadrach, Meshach, or Abednego, they'd be cut to pieces and their houses turned to rubble. And he promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to oversee Babylon.
4: For he is the living god and he endures forever. His kingdom will not be destroyed. His dominion will never end. He rescues and saves. He performs signs and wonders in the heavens and on the earth. Well, what are you waiting for? That's all,
3: folks! It was terrible. Just terrible. It was not. Ned? Oh, great. It's the pastor. Do you know of any other churches I could go to around here, Mr. Whitaker? Oh,
5: Ned. Well, I'm glad I caught up with you before you left. I wanted to talk to you about tonight. Yeah, I had a feeling you would. Ned... I owe you an apology. Look, Pastor, I I know it was bad. You do? Yes. You know, when you first came to me about doing this, I had a lot of reservations. I, I mean, even though you had experience, you are still a teenager. But then it occurred to me that I wasn't being very fair to you. It's admirable of you to want to use your talent for God, and I... Well, I thought this was a very cute and interesting version of the story of the Fiery Furnace. I really liked it. You did? Yes. And I'm not the only one, you know. I've gotten compliments about it from several parents tonight. They said they've never seen their kids have so much fun with a Bible story before. You're kidding. No. I'll tell you what. Why don't you come into my office tomorrow morning and we'll talk about that drama program you want to start. Okay? Uh, well,
3: okay. Th- thank you, Pastor. No, no, no.
5: Thank you, Ned. Well, good night, everybody. Good night, Whit. Night, good night, Pastor.
4: Hey, Ned.
3: Oh, hi, Megzy. Hi, fellas.
4: Hi. hi. Listen, we've been talking it over, and... Oh, well, we know we gave you a hard time at the rehearsals. Yeah, but we really had a lot of fun. Yeah, and all this stuff about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? Well, it was all right. I guess what we're trying to say is... We're sorry for all the trouble we caused, and we really enjoyed your play. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: Thanks, guys. You know, that really means a lot.
4: We were also wondering, um... What? If we could maybe come to your class on Sunday?
3: Sure you can. It starts at 9 o'clock.
4: Great. Well, I guess we'll see you there. Come on, you guys. Okay. okay. Bye. Bye. Bye,
3: guys.
2: Well, what do you know about that? Huh, you see, Ned? It's like I was trying to tell you this afternoon. The Bible is a powerful book. Even when it seems like the kids are just running around and not paying attention at all, you can never tell what's sinking in.
3: Yeah. I guess the important thing is to just keep teaching them. That's right. I guess I owe you an apology, don't I? Oh, what for? Well, for not believing what you said about God protecting me if I put my trust in him.
2: No. We all need to be reminded of that every once in a while. Come on, hey, there's some refreshments set up downstairs. Let's get something to drink. You deserve it, Mr. Director. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> you know, sometimes when I'm trying to share my faith with my friends, I feel just like Ned did in today's story. I get discouraged because it seems like they're just not getting anything out of it. But when that happens, I think of Hebrews 4.12. It says, The Word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. That verse helps me to remember what Ned discovered, that even though it seems like my friends aren't learning anything... God's Word has a way of getting through to them, and my job is to just keep sharing that Word. Do you have any stories about how you've shared your faith with your friends? Write them down and send them to me here in Odyssey. The address is Odyssey, Colorado Springs, Colorado, 80995. In Canada, write to Box 9800, Vancouver, BC, V6B4G3. And when you write, don't forget to ask about how you can get a copy of this broadcast. Just mention today's date in your card or letter. The address, once again, is Odyssey, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80995. Adventures in Odyssey is a presentation to focus on the family. VBS Blues was written and directed by Phil Lawler. Our production engineer was Bob Luttrell. And our executive producer, Chuck Bolte. And I'm Chris. Join us again next time for more Adventures in Odyssey. Here's another fun fact from the Odyssey scrapbook. Did you know that Wits End was created because of a citywide battle over an old run-down building called the Fillmore Recreation Center? Some of the people thought it should be torn down. Others, like Witt's wife, Jenny, thought it should be saved and restored. But when she suddenly died, the hope of saving the center fell to none other than Witt himself.
5: And since there are no other bidders on the property...
2: Just a minute now. Who says there are no other bidders? Mr. Whittaker, is this some kind of joke? Not at all, Mr. Glossman. I represent the Universal Press Foundation of Chicago. Their board of directors have instructed me to purchase the Fillmore Recreation Center and its adjoining land. It's all outlined right here in the proposal. UPF proposes to rebuild the Fillmore Recreation Center as a place of adventure and discovery filled with books and activities, fun and games, arts and crafts, and uplifting conversation. But most of all, it will be a place where kids of all ages can just be kids.
0: You can hear the full story of the creation of Wits End in Recollections, just one of 12 programs in a collection called Adventures in Odyssey, the Early Classics. Ask how you can get your own copy by writing to Odyssey, Colorado Springs, Colorado, 80995. Or in Canada, write to Box 9800, Vancouver, B.C., V6B, 4G3.